Hello, everyone. Welcome aboard to Thundercourt's nonprofit digital voyage, a show where we talk about tech, social, and public good, and how you can get involved. I'm your host, Sabrina, and I hope everyone can sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. If you're ready, let's set sail. Now, on to our episode. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of Thundercourt's Nonprofit Digital Voyage. I'm your host, Sabrina, and today I have with me Mr. Daniel Ang from Ronald McDonald House Charity Singapore. Hi Daniel, welcome to our show. Hi, hi. Hi Sabrina. Thank you for inviting me to the show. Okay. Uh, so, um, Daniel's the Executive Director of RMC Singapore. So, uh, why, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us more about your background. My background, okay, yes. Yeah, uh, hi everyone. Or I've been, my name is Daniel and I've been working as the Executive Director of uh, Ronald McDonald House Charities for the last four years. Yeah, and I've been in the social service sector for more than uh, 15 years. Yeah, so, so, uh, and uh, over the years, I have seen how the sector has evolved very much. Yeah. Okay. And and uh, and I would like to say that uh, Ronald McDonald House Charities uh, service uh, is in quite a unique space because uh, it is basically a hospitality charity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and normally we talk about charities. We are talking about uh, being action oriented going there to do intervention work and so on. But yet Ronald McDonald House Charities, we occupy a very niche space where we provide hospitality, care and services mm-hmm. for uh, caregivers, uh, young family caregivers whose children are sick and who are seriously hospitalized in the ICUs that I'm I, I, uh, at NUH. And uh, as well as also uh, the outpatients and the inpatients families mm-hmm. uh, who are at IMH. Yeah. Mm, I see. That's really interesting. When I first heard about RMHC, I was really surprised um, because it's my first time hearing like um, uh, an organization that like provides that facilities for the families to be close to uh, their their families mm. who are hospitalized. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's really, really interesting. Um, can you explain more about like the aims and objectives of RMC? Like, um, what is the end goal, you know, of providing these uh, facilities and all that? Yeah, I think the end goal is really simple. Yeah, and it, it's a very tiring and a very stressful thing to look after sick children. Yeah, mm-hmm. now if you, uh, if you have children or you remember when you were a child and you ever spent uh, a few days in the hospital yeah mm-hmm. well you're all taken care of by the medical doctors and nurses but what happened to the parents mm-hmm. you see the parents who are your caregivers will probably be sacrificing their sleeps their rest they also be sacrificing probably uh, regular meals their mm-hmm. bath you know all right mm-hmm. just to be at your bedside 24 7 
every day. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. So this idea about having a facilities so that the parents can stay and all these needs, physical needs, emotional needs, can be taken care of through this very simple concept of proper rest, so that they'll be in a better state of mind and well-being to look after their children. Yeah, when they are hospitalized, and the whole idea about this Ronald McDonald House charities is to be near the hospital or、mm-hmm. within the hospital compound itself. Oh, I see, within the hospital compound itself. Yes. Um. So tell me, what's the difference between the Ronald McDonald House and the Ronald McDonald family rooms? Ah,、uh, Ronald McDonald House and okay, Ronald McDonald House. Uh, I welcome anyone of you who are interested to to see us or to visit us to understand、mm-hmm. us to,、uh, more. You can always、uh, reach out to us.、Uh, we are based right at NUH, yeah,、uh, mm-hmm. Ward Forty Six, which is the Pediatric Intensive Care Unit. And in this Ronald McDonald House, we actually have a four bedrooms apartment, yeah, and、uh, where the Parents、uh, will be referred by the ward to to us, and we will actually house them in in、uh, one of the forums. Yeah,、mm-hmm. and they will stay there to they will stay there for 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 their physical rest needs and whatever,、uh, mm-hmm. so that at any one time they are just a few steps away to look after their child. So、mm-hmm. this whole concept of the house, we have a very interesting tagline. We call it the home away from home. Yeah. So that means to say, though you may be in a hospital, but as long as you are staying at this Ronald McDonald House charities facilities, you can. It is like your second home. Yeah. And and you are looking after your child within the home context. Yeah. So besides providing the room, the facilities for them. Yeah, we also provide refreshment, snack, and、uh, every now and then,、uh, for example, uh, every uh, every fortnightly, we will have a McDonald dinner, uh, McDonald breakfast for them.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we also, and every Thursday, we also have tea break, supported by Mr. Bean to look after the parents' needs. And, I see. And, And we also provide ready-to-cook meals for them, so that they don't really have to worry about、uh, going to the canteen to purchase、uh, meals for themselves, and so on. Yeah. So all these、uh, hosp- all these services, the hospitality care, their needs are all taken care of by us. Wow, that's such a noble、um, pursuit.、Mm-hmm. Um, so.、Uh, What's actually the story behind the inception of this program? Because RMHC is not just, you know, in Singapore, right? It's a worldwide organization. Yes, yes, it's a global charity, and it started about forty years ago.、Uh, and、uh, one of the co-founders was actually a, a very caring pediatrician,、mm-hmm. oncology pediatrician,、uh, uh, Doctor Audrey Evans.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, and.、Uh, Because you know, in the U.S., in、uh, right, she, she was based in a hospital in Philadelphia,、mm-hmm. uh, and people who who travel to the city 
alright, to visit, uh, to see their doctors. They may not necessarily come from within the city, and many of them may stay uh, several hundred miles away mm-hmm. from the city. Yeah, and they do travel great distances just to be at the hospital. Yeah. So, uh, so you can imagine uh, when the child is hospitalized, besides having to, uh, besides having to incur the hospital bill, many families will also have to incur accommodations bill. They have to stay mm-hmm. in nearby motels or hotels and so on. So that added additional cost to the uh, to the parents. Yeah. So, so out of these. Uh, concern and care for the families, right? The, the doctors don't just care for the child, but, but but she was also very concerned about the families and how this additional cost will add on to the medical burden. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they approach a nearby McDonald's to support to support an idea to to help them to build the house near the hospital yeah wow. and, and and the original idea was to ask the mcdonald restaurant near this hospital to support the the fundraising campaign for them to build this house yeah but the idea caught on with the uh with the restaurant manager when they shared with the founder ray Crofts. Mm-hmm. yeah who liked the idea so much they turned around and say why not we will fund this whole house, we build the house and run the whole house for you for the families. Yeah. The on conditions that is get to call it as Ronald McDonald House. Yeah. Mm. So since then the first house was built forty years ago in Philadelphia. And uh, from there uh, we have uh, we we be, it becomes a global charity. From this global charities right now we have about three hundred over three hundred and sixty over houses worldwide. Wow. And the goal is to build a house in every uh, pediatric hospital in the world. So that while the hospital look after the sick child, the Ronald McDonald House will look after the family. Oh, that's really interesting. Yes. Um, yeah. so, so tell so me. Another question that you asked yes. me. So how is this different from the family room? Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, so the family rooms. Uh, as you can see, space is such a premium in not just in Singapore but all over the world. Yeah. So in certain places, uh, while they cannot afford a house, so what they do is we build the family room. You see. Yeah. In NUH and in INH, we have what we call also a family room. So, and and because we can't build too big a house. Because uh, otherwise, then you guys should have to allocate a big space for us, mm-hmm. and which is not really possible. Mm-hmm. So they also allocate another small space for us where we run it as a family lounge. Yeah, and this family lounge is also run twenty four hours. And the big difference, the only major difference is that they don't. They this family room do not have a stay in fa- uh, stay in facilities. Yeah, but we do provide an area. Where they can wash up, they can bathe, and so on. Yeah, proud mm-hmm. COVID, proud to COVID, we actually provide tower service and so on. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, after that, we will do housekeeping. We will, uh, when they use a tower, we will keep it and wash it. But because of COVID, we have kind of dispensed away from that service. Yeah. 
So that is the major difference. And、I、of、see. course, some of them they find that the、uh, sofa, the reclining chair,、uh, is comfortable enough for them to stay overnight. Suppose like if they can't get the place in the house. Oh, I see. So going back to、uh, you mentioned, you know, COVID changing the way that you、uh, handle things within the family rooms and the house.、Uh, can you tell us more about like the challenges that you faced in order to accommodate for these families、um, yes. because of COVID? Because I know that during COVID, that、uh, to be able to visit a patient, it's almost impossible, right? Yes, that's、um, right. First, the caregivers are limited. Now, many families used to, besides the husband and wife, the hospital will normally allow their helper to be、uh, registered as one of the caregivers, and、mm-hmm. they are free to、uh, come in and out of the ICUs. But as you know, and when when the COVID nineteen pandemic was at its peak,、uh, for for many wards. Especially the adult ward, they don't even allow visitors and、mm-hmm. caregivers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, but that's、uh, but the exception has been made for the pediatric ward where they allow at least one caregiver to be there. Yeah. So、uh, one caregivers to be there. So imagine the time for、uh, the opportunity to take out of the out of the stressful period of looking after the child is even lesser. Yeah. So. So in that sense, they find the Ronald McDonald House, the facilities in the hospital, a、uh, uh, really a haven for them, where、mm-hmm. they can really rest, catch a nap, wash themselves up, or do anything they want. Or sometimes, if they have to attend to office、uh, issues, yeah, they can just open up a laptop, and there's a place, a quiet place for them to attend to their,、uh, their, their work. You see. Okay, so like even in the family rooms, you provide、um, yes, exactly.、What? The only great、okay. difference about the family rooms, right? Yeah,、uh, is that they don't have staying facilities. Ah,、uh, other than、okay. all right, so the parents will just have to make do and rest within the sofa. <laughs>、mm-hmm. Okay,、yeah. so um. For the application, right, for people to apply for Ronald McDonald's house and family rooms、um, services, like what are the arrangements and how do you、uh, how do you make how sure how to get to stay in the house? Yes, how、yes. do they we have、apply? a point system? We work closely with the doctors, all right, the the consultants、uh, at what、uh, at what forty six at NUH. So there is a point system. And、uh, and very often it's based on the acuity of the child's condition.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the the more acute the child's condition, right, the greater the priority the child's parents will get、uh, to stay in our facilities.、Mm, yeah. I see. So you work like directly with NUH pediatrics.、Um, yes, we work closely with them. Yeah. Uh, because we are lay people, we don't. We are not in the conditions to determine who, <laughs>、yeah. who how, the, how exactly the child's condition. You see,、mm-hmm. all right, yeah. But, but so they will. So the the doctors will determine,、uh, all right, the acuity of the child's condition and make the necessary recommendations.、Mm, I see. 
Um, do you have like volunteers working with you um, for these programs? Ah, uh, oh yeah. Okay, that's just another. This is another impact that COVID has impacted our. Yeah,、world. I can imagine. Yes. Ah,、uh, in fact, ah,、uh, our house is very much volunteer driven. I、yeah. see. So, <laughs> so, so what actually is happening is that ah,、uh, the staff will. In a sense, we'll do the necessary, the the planning, the supervisions, and all the、uh, the necessary work to train the volunteers to get the work done. Yeah,、mm-hmm. but and and we used to at its peak, we have about actually sixty、uh, to seventy volunteers. All right, some will come once a week, some will come twice a week to help man the shift. Yeah, because it's a It's a facility. It's a hospitality facilities. So、mm-hmm. it runs twenty four seven. Yeah. So we are open every day of the week, every second. Yeah. So from nine a.m. to nine p.m. is basically managed by volunteers and staff. And、mm-hmm. from nine p.m. to nine a.m. All right. It's basically looked after by the security guard. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. That we hire. Yeah. So at any one time, there's always somebody to at the house. Yeah, so the volunteers、uh, helped out、uh, greatly, not just in the house duties, but the volunteers also help out in other programs. Because besides the house and the family rooms programs where they have to attend to the housekeeping, we also have a program、uh, within the outpatient、uh, outpatients clinic. Yeah,、uh, we call it the Happy Wheels Card. Yeah,、mm-hmm. if you recall the. Time now. If you ever have to visit hospital for to see your doctors for follow up checkup, yeah, no children or parents will enjoy the waiting time. Yeah, waiting room is here. And、yeah. uh, by the end of the by the end of the day, we usually can take half a day or three quarter of a day. Yeah, both parents and child will be screaming at each others and so on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's very stressful. Yes, it's very stressful. So what we do is, uh, we run these hospitality cut services where we will, uh, where we will serve snacks. All right, yeah,、mm-hmm. uh, for the children and also drinks. All right, to the childrens and parents. Yeah, and it's all given out to them free. Yeah,、mm-hmm. and that we, uh, and again, because of COVID, uh, this program has to be suspended. Yeah, all right. Oh, completely、uh, suspended for now. Yes. Yes,、I、because、see. of the contact and because of the food and so on. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. So,、uh, but we are really looking for. In fact, the hospital and us, we are really looking forward to the day where MOH will allow us to run this program again because it really impacts positively the hospital experience of the parents and the child.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine you were there. Tired, tired, and you are getting fidgety and bored. You know, and then suddenly、mm-hmm. there's this. Beautifully colored cut, alright. <laughs> Bring in, you know, and with the style, alright. Giving out free snacks, and everybody eye will be wide open. Oh my, is there something free? They don't believe it. Nothing <laughs> in Singapore. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. So that's one. So the COVID impacted us greatly. So this program has been there. Yeah. So another program is what we call the family respite. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Family respite. You see, uh. Because what we are serving is a very niche market of families with sick children. Yeah,、mm-hmm. uh, 
uh, unfortunately, some of the children, their sickness are terminal, so they uh, they may not make it. You see, mm-hmm. yeah. But then many of these other children, uh, their conditions, many of them are chronic cases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so what does it mean? It means that uh, when they leave the hospital, it doesn't mean that the caregiving of the families, all right, is done. Yeah. Mm. Caregiving of the families goes with the child back home. Yeah. yeah. And you have a chance if you know any friends, all right, who have children who are chronically sick, you will realize that many of them will have sacrificed themselves, all right, and neglect their self care just to tend to the needs of the children. Yeah. And here we can talk about going for regular staycations or vacations but for many of these children for many of these families uh, vacations is a is a strange word <laughs> it, mm-hmm. it, it never occurred to them to even take vacation you see but they just come back to leave the families the child alone yeah so the other problem about this is that okay not only they uh, not only they are not willing to leave the child alone but the other problem is that even if they want to go for a vacation or go for a break. Yeah. There's really no specialized center who are well equipped enough to be able to take in the child, all right, and look after the child maybe for two, three days so that the parents can have a break. You mm-hmm. see? So they don't have that uh uh the, the, the support, you see? Yeah. But then there are also those who have chronic conditions who are very stable. So what we actually do is that we have another program called the Respite Care that if they can find a place to look after the child, we will at least try to subsidize their, uh, subsidize their unsubsidized portion of the payment that they have to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So that that will relieve their, their burden and encourage them to, to please go take a take a break. You know. And uh, we also work with some. Um, hospitality partners, uh, hotels, all right, to provide rooms for them so that they can go to the hotels to actually stay within the hospital. Uh, stay, I mean, stay in the, in the hotels uh, mm-hmm. for, for their vacation free of charge. Yeah. I see. Wow. Any um, memorable events um, or stories uh, uh, that uh, you recall from, like, conducting these programs? Oh, there's still just too many. <laughs> <laughs> what are your favorite, like your favorite memories that you can think of right off the uh, bat? Okay. Well, there's just too many. Okay. I think uh, one of, okay, one of the more touching one was the family uh, who was staying with us uh, just before the COVID. Yeah. The, the pandemic lockdown circuit breaker yeah and she was ready with us for several months yeah uh, mm-hmm. so which means if the child is uh, very seriously sick the day mm-hmm. the child was born the day the child was in the ICU yeah okay in fact uh, the child never really make it home okay uh, but and uh, and uh, it was really difficult right because the uh, when the COVID, when the pandemic was at its peak, 
yeah, uh, at its beginning. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so there was a lot of concerns also, uh, especially when you're based in the hospital and uh, the staff were concerned and uh, the board members the, were concerned and also the uh, the global charities also, the global charity headquarters, they were also mm-hmm. concerned, especially when uh, by the time by the time the pandemic hit the global charities, uh, okay, and and uh, in US and Europe, you're right, it was uh, at its peak, yeah. Then a lot of uh, directives were being passed down to us, yeah, that, uh, that subsequently uh, passed down to us to uh, stop, uh, stop, uh, what I call, uh, admitting new family members because of the the because the COVID was at its peak, yeah. So immediately when the directive was implemented, uh, within a week, uh, three families moved out of the house. Yeah, mm-hmm. because the child was discharged and so on. So we kept the house open for this one uh, family for mm-hmm. another one or two weeks. <laughs> for another one or two weeks, you see, nah? yeah. And finally, reluctantly, uh, because of the great resources to keep it open, uh, we 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 subsequently uh uh talked to the hospital and we also talked to talk to the talk to the parents and mm-hmm. and uh, and and because she's in some support group in other areas, she also realized that many global uh Ronald McDonald charities home uh they have stopped taking in patients, so they were surprised that we were still holding on. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. finally when we talk about uh uh. If it's fine, uh, that uh, that if it's fine that if we are looking at the possibility of uh, uh, closing down for this period, yeah, and and she understood, you see, yeah, because uh, uh, as a Singaporean, she said that she can easily just go home for a while, yeah. So during the per the period, yeah. Uh, so so the the sad thing is uh, after we shut down for a week and uh, shut down for a week and uh, the child passed away. Yeah. Oh, my condolences. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but what was uh, what was uh, interesting was that uh, uh, because the family had got to, the family has got to stay in our house for several months already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and uh, so the Ron McDonald house has always has a very special place in their heart. You see, and you know, mm-hmm. Uh, in the in the child's heart as well, yeah. So whenever the the birthday of the child, you know, I mean, so called the 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 uh, and for the last few last two three years, you know, uh, uh, the anniversary of the child birth, okay, this family will actually come back to 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 give back to the charity by donating the, what we call the happy snacks mm-hmm. for other sick children. Yeah. yeah, so this is another program we, we have uh, where, where happies, where volunteers and donors will donate a lot of uh, specially packed snacks. Uh, initially started with uh, on-call and on-call children, but based, then subsequently during COVID, we expand it to all pediatric wards. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so we have, so she always come back during the anniversary of the childbirth. Alright, to uh, to donate happy snacks for us so that uh, so so that she and the 
and the RMAC staff can distribute it to the children in mm-hmm. the hospital. Yeah. So so that's really something that is really touching. That despite of the despite of the challenges that they have, they themselves have uh, walked through the walked through, but yet mm-hmm. they can look beyond themselves to try to bless other people. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing. That's a really touching story. Um, so like going back, like I want to backtrack a little bit. Um, you know, to like your background as being in the nonprofit organization in the nonprofit sphere for fifteen years, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, more uh, than fifteen years to be precise. More I mean, than fifteen years. More, <laughs> wow, that's really that's a really long this time. This will be my twentieth year. Wow! Congratulations! Uh, you, you've done so much. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really thinking of that at all. <laughs> um, I just want to um, I want to know what motivates you, you know, to keep on going and giving back to this social service uh, organizations and you know the the sector. Uh, okay. Yes, you. After twenty years, uh, I I kind of don't ask myself these questions anymore. <laughs> <laughs> really? Why? I think it's a yes. yeah, but, interesting thing. But I do know one thing, all right. But what I do know one thing is that uh, 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 people the the sector needs a lot of leveling up, all right. And I think this is where NCSS uh, is. I think for the last few years, I think it's really moving in the right, right directions. You know, in leveling up, uh, not just the individual workers, all right, individual workers, but also the organization. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so in 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 that sense, I I I always see myself that, uh, uh. Being the organizational leader, I can be in a position to help make a difference to the people who join me, all right, or who join me so that they can explore the sector. Uh, that that uh, that it is a viable career, okay? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a viable career where where they can grow professionally and also grow and develop personally. Yeah. Because there are many areas that you will be challenged, yeah. Okay, you'll be challenged, yeah. Uh, in all areas, yeah, yeah. As for me, even myself, uh, after twenty years, I find that the sector is evolving so fast, so fast that uh, uh that I I I realize that uh I have to adapt to continue to learn to to all, all these changes. You see, mm-hmm. especially in the last few years and especially during the COVID thing. Uh, technologically, you know, suddenly uh, everybody is being confronted the need to digitalize uh, mm-hmm. much faster than <laughs> every than 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 they 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 they, they really want to, yeah. Mm-hmm. See? yeah. So so that that's one of the thing you know, and 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 I do realize that uh, as the organizational leader, uh, with the missions is always. Uh, upholding the mission is always paramount to the organization. Yeah, all right. But uh, but as organizational leader, what motivates me is that 
to ensure the organization is a well-run organization with a good governance and work and able to work closely all right with the board yeah and then more importantly to your ability to be able to create an environment where the people that works with you can try and be empowered to give their best so if you mm-hmm. ask me that is what really motivates me yeah okay. and i always tell my colleagues that i i will look after you you will look after the beneficiaries <laughs> mm. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So speaking of digital digitalization, right? Uh do you want to share like how RMHC went through with the digitalization process? Like how did the process impact uh your organization? Uh yeah. You know, you always thought that uh it can be a really expensive things to try to digitalize things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as a global charity, we also uh uh sometimes people talk because we are global charities we ha- we are very very well supported yeah okay mm-hmm. and uh, and because having the name uh, mcdonald in our names mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i understand for yes yeah because as a separate registered entity okay mm-hmm. yeah there's only uh There's only so much McDonald can support trust. You see, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, in terms of uh, administrative support, yeah. And uh, and this support will never be questioned. We uh, will we'll, we'll never we'll always take it for granted. It will never really question it until when suddenly you know when the last few years you have the uh, uh, you you have this uh, legislation. Where, where personal data protections uh, becomes of importance, you see, mm-hmm. yeah. Then you realize that uh, uh, who you work with also becomes very important, you see, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, and and this is this is where we, this is where we realize that uh, 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 and many of these legislations requires us to be able to comply for the sake of good governance. And that as long as we are SSA, it's good that we have to learn to become self, uh, rely, uh, self-dependent. You see, mm-hmm. yeah, rather than depending on the handout of your parent company, or rather than depending on sometimes, uh, uh, or just some kind of free services from somewhere and so forth. You see, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, and and and. And we used to be always looking for free licensing and so on, you know, for many many things, you know, yeah. And fortunately, there are still many free licensing things around. You mm-hmm. know, <laughs> but you just have to work with the right people to to get things around. You see, so one of the one of the key things that uh, we really appreciate uh, uh, that when we work with Thundercode, they were able to solve many of our digital. Uh, uh, Like our digital uh, challenges and mm-hmm. difficulties, yeah, and also one of the key thing when they were able to help us to migrate our Microsoft tenancy from our parent company McDonald's to uh, to, uh, to 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 become uh, one that is independently managed by us, mm-hmm. yeah, that helps us to free up to be able to do a lot more things, yeah. I see, I see. Okay, 
So before uh, we end this call, um, I was wondering if you would share with us your future plans of opening a new family room. So yes. we hear that you're opening a neonatal, uh, you're opening a family room at the neonatal ICU. Uh, yes. That's can right. About yeah. the process and also like any challenges that you you went through. Uh yes. Uh okay. So we are in fact right now we are in the midst of uh this uh, we right now we are in the midst of what I call the renovation mm-hmm. uh of these uh, new family rooms. And uh if you say how near is this family room to the neonatal ICU? It's actually within the ICU itself. I see. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So if we talk about uh if we talk about resting, now many of the many of the neonatal babies, some of them when they come out, uh, if they come out at six months or seven months or eight months old, uh oh you find that they are still very small. And mm-hmm. and, and for many of for many parents, uh or even if you are first time parents then you you really will appreciate that if there's a place for you to rest, to relax for for respite while you sometimes uh, attend to your 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 pre uh, preterm babies. You see, mm-hmm. yeah. So so the concepts of the family rooms is basically what it is like the one in PQ one. So we are hoping uh, we'll be able to finish construction by end of. By end of June, and uh, and we look forward to the official opening. If everything goes on well, hopefully together with the new neonatal ICU ward, we will have an official opening in August. Mm-hmm. That's for this year, yeah. Okay. Um. So does that mean like w- along with the other family rooms and around uh, Donald House, they're yes. starting to they're starting their operations again this year? Uh, the you are talking no like right, we are uh we are all the time or we are we are open for we are already open in uh for operation you see ah yeah. uh, uh, maybe if you I will talk about the the closure part that one the closure part was only for the period of time during that about for six weeks about six weeks of six weeks during the COVID period that's all. For us to reset the whole thing, but since then, the last two years we have been operational. Yeah. I so, see. Okay. Yes, okay. Yes. So that's so what is neonatal what? Neonatal what will do is uh, we will we'll be uh, we'll be adding on to our expanded uh, scope. Yeah. All right. And so the staff will have uh, more challenges and look forward to to do more things to serve the families. All right. Um, okay, so before we end this episode, do you have any final remarks for our listeners today? Uh, okay, I would just say, always remember, uh, always remember the caregivers of uh, the caregivers of a sick child. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Behind every sick child, there 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 is a set of parents. Right, who have sacrifices and given and, 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 and lost much sleep just to ensure that the child is uh, and, and many of and, and this group of people uh, we tend to forget them because 
uh, yeah, and and there's really not much scaffolding uh, that ground in the social sector to 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 go about helping them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. So I guess that's the end of our episode today. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for coming to our show, Daniel. Yes. Thank- All right. So thank you to our listeners. I'm sure our listeners can benefit to, uh, from our conversation today. Yeah. Uh, thank you for tuning in. I'll see everyone in the next one. Bye. Bye-bye. that was today's episode. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe and leave a review. It would mean a whole lot to us. You can also head over to our website at thunderquote.org to gain access to our free digital resources. See you next time!